Okay, welcome to Strange Lunch, everyone. Yes, um, uh, this episode, I'm gonna start it off with a little bit of uh, freestyle play. So, got my little keyboard. I've been working with the production software on my computer again and not producing off my phone. So I'm just having a little bit of fun. I also want to show you guys, I've been studying the circle of fourths. So I don't know, just let me hold that long enough so you guys can see. So the circle of fourths is um, all about like jazz. It's a jazz thing. So it's a little like, Fuck, but I hugged up. <laughs> I need to raise the volume on this. Or lower the volume on, on the drums. Bear with me. I'm not much of a piano player, so I'm just kind of doing my thing. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna remember how to do that. I didn't practice before this podcast, so I'm gonna mess up. So I'm just gonna go ahead and do a thing. Welcome to Strange Lunch. Enough of that. 
So that's uh, just me playing around for like four minutes. Um, so yeah, welcome to Strange Lunch. I've been getting a lot of little bit of a compliment on my hair online. Thank you guys very much. Look at my shake weight. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the compliments on my hair has been really, really dope. I've been really working on a sharper look because I'm really starting to apply, you know, the other parts of life that I find to be very important. But there's like, there seems to be like this, uh, philosopher mindset in my head i'm just like forget the material world grow your beard out get 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 hairy and just learn and learn things but um due to recent changes and you know because life is moving forward um i need to start implementing that which i know and um what i find most useful is i've been reading a lot of book books on practical things such as uh communication skills finance books on fashion um as a hobby and something i'm very passionate about passionate about i've been studying art art history and um how to interpret art um and I think that pretty much covers almost everything that I'm, I've been kind of looking into. I mean, as you guys know, quite often on my Instagram, I'm very curious and everything. So um, I've moved away from the type of uh, ideas that are kind of like contemplative things like armchair stuff, because it's, it's about time to take action, you know. Um, I started off the year in action with the starting of the podcast. As you guys have seen, I've been pretty consistent with it, with the, um, with the experimentation of everything that I'm doing. Um, yeah, so now we're taking practical steps. Oh, and like to accompany the art stuff, music. I've been, as you guys can see um, from my whiteboard, I've been already putting together the foundation for where I'm going to lay my music upon. So it's just like, okay, I'm studying the circle of force. Um, for those who know, for those who don't know, um, because I'm obviously going to use jazz influences and things like that. Um, yeah. So if you guys have been following the IG this Friday, um, I've been really into art deco. I don't know, I woke up this morning and I'm like, I'm really into this kind of art, you know? And it's, um, it was interesting. I was listening to a podcast about it because that's the beauty of, of being inter interested in something in this era, that the moment that you're curious, you can tap into somebody who's already curated some long form content around that very niche topic. So now you can learn very niche things and just, like the breakdowns of those things. So in this podcast, it was very interesting that they were, they described Art Deco as an art form that came about uh, post-World War One, around like, you know, around the industrial times where things were giant machines, um, these giant monstrosities of factories with that, with mass production. That was like, a big it's called the industrial revolution for some for a reason you know it's like mass production where we can produce t-shirts for like 
pennies on the dollar, you know, and it has a lot to do with like the conversations that still permeate today about like, you know, workers versus owners and of, of, um, of, of the business and, you know, there's a lot to like, besides taking a stand on any particular point of view of this subject, it's also just a very curious thing to observe the reasoning behind or just the points of view of, um, of everybody involved in this human cooperative effort in a sense, you know? Uh, yeah. The Industrial Revolution is dope. You can just uh, mass produce a couple of things. I'll be right back. Um, word. So, um, so that is something that is very interesting. And like looking at it through from the lens of, of art, because it is an art thing. Like the thing about that scares me about art deco, even though if the type of art style is so powerful, you know, there's like, like the style kind of gives you speed and kind of like this, uh, revolutionary feel of technological forwardness but then also like it's just itself the, the 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 imagery itself it feels like authoritative and powerful and like heavy like everything looks like it weighs 3000 tons i don't know if that's actual <laughs> i can't even like conceptualize how much 3000 tons would weigh but way more than what I can pick up. Maybe Goku can, but I cannot. Um, yeah, so the podcast was describing Art Deco as when people's attitudes were being um, reflected of optimism of the future, um, like the, the, the technology is going to drive us and and take us beyond our imagination, you know, and in many ways it kind of has, I'm sitting down and I'm able to broadcast my thoughts across the internet multiple times. Like the mass production of the industrial era is now like times a million in uh the world of the internet. So like my ideas, the art that I get curious about, that um, the things that I create gets multiplied millions of times for people to tap into what they call the stream, a stream of consciousness, you know? So yeah, all that stuff kind of really fascinates me. And you know, now I'm ready to move forward and kind of see it. And I like the lens of art. Um, there's a quote by Alan Moore that I posted today. If you guys want reference to it, it's on my story for a limited time. But um, they say that art slash music is a, is a form of magic that works on being able to change consciousness, you know? And if you we're following what I was saying on the last podcast about how beauty and art kind of seem to be this um, 
this method of our access into the infinite beauty of all of the universe, you know, like how beautiful this whole existence thing is. Um, it just pairs really well. So it's just one continuous talk on art and I love talking about it and thinking about it, contemplating it. Right. Uh, today I just had a terrible headache. I worked a little bit in the morning. I have to actually go back out there. Um, but I had to take a take a seat for a good part of the afternoon because I just like I'm not dealing with the stress of the city right now. There's too much going on. There's people graduating. Congratulations to all you graduates this year. Um, you know, stress is a killer, man. So I rather stay at home, tend to my headache, and be creative. And, you know, on my spare time, do the thing that I love, you know, including the playing of the music. It made me really happy that today the keyboard decided to work. <laughs> you know, for the last two days, I was hitting the keyboard and it sounded like nothing I wanted to hear. But what it really is, I suppose, is the longer you stay on it, the more you can make sense of the formlessness. Another thing back into art. Art is giving form to the formless, you know? Musicians paint in silence. Like, the si silence is a musician's canvas. The blank page is the, is the writer's canvas. And a blank canvas is the canvas of a painter, you know? And the possibilities of formlessness and giving it form, rounding out the edges, or making them sharp, making all those choices, you know? Damn, it's become an art podcast, you dig? Because it's just, I like, because right now I'm very deep in shaping this expression, like the, the strange lunch, tomorrow's veggies, father of the kale, kale dad train is already moving. So it's just like, okay, now it's time to kind of like give it shape. My entire, like Andy Warhol says, your, like, your entire life is art type of shit. I'm also trying to eliminate the cursing because uh, eventually I want to be taken somewhat seriously in these spaces that would not like a raw, expressive person like myself. And there's nothing wrong with it. I just personally believe that the ability to discern and choose is also... What makes somebody the other definition of of artful? So, so I'm really excited about where we can, where I can take this. We can take this. It is pretty much a collaborative effort, you know. Um, I'm highly influenced and inspired by the close connections that I have with the observers, the viewers, the supporters of my work so it's like what's really wonderful is that this is the most network time i'm probably gonna end up talking all about this for the most part but um let me move a little bit away from that you know as you as you guys know i've been uh studying fashion a lot of things so like i'm really into studying magazines now i got this cool little esquire um they had a Art Deco page. You know? 
that's what really one of the little things that captured me. You know, wings flying true, flying fast. If you guys know this picture right here from the movie Metropolis, it was actually the one of the centerpieces of the album artwork for and one of the inspirations for the song Botanical Garments. You know, and uh, if you guys haven't heard my song Botanical Garments, go ahead and listen to it. It's like uh, a musical version of film, film noir or um, pulp fiction novels that you would get at a gas stations like back in the, in the 40s. You know, pulp fiction novels are like crime novels and novels that like science fiction novels that people write. There's people who have written great weird pieces of work that do not become popular because it's just not for the masses, you know, the mass production. So I guess this episode is a little bit about mass production, which um, I can see that being a motif and a, and a theme on Strange Lunch because mass production is so relevant where it's like what we have online is a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy multiple times. Like I have, we have access, we have access to the finest art on our phone to just look at for a little bit and stare at it. You know, it's better to have it in person, something tangible that you can like be face to face with. But I wouldn't say that having it on your phone screen or your computer screen to stare at for a little while still isn't cool you know like you you probably like what makes art back then so damn precious is that you can only go to the museum to see it like no we need to yo i heard all about this painting and we got to go down there and check it out you know now you can just google the painting and it's right in front of you and it's almost taken for granted so it kind of makes me think that gratitude is the most powerful force in the the post-industrial age i would think maybe or like this technological age this age of aquarius if you will you know gratitude is so important for your ability to assimilate what you are able to have access to so easily you know you got the most brilliant minds on the internet you got the most beautiful sentences and the most um, condensed, straight-to-the-point information on anything you want to learn, but you don't digest any of it. It's just in one ear, out the other, because you're not taking the time to have gratitude or to even just contemplate and hold it for a little while, you know? And these are like the little issues and things that we can talk about to make us more appreciative and or more um, curious about what's in front of us, you know? Like... I would suggest anybody who's exploring the large terrain of the internet to write down a list of values, things that you are like, write down four or five things that you're curious about, or write four or five things that you are about that you would like to learn about, you know, choose a word, you choose any word and you spend a week on it, like I'm gonna work on understanding compassion in all its forms. So you can spend seven days listening to podcasts about compassion reading PD, um, free PDFs on compassion on archive.com, reading free blog articles on, on compassion, you know, watching YouTube videos on gurus talking about compassion. You know, you can go 
tap into your network and ask questions on Instagram on what are different forms of compassion. You know, you can get into the DMs with the most interesting answers and get deeper with those people because obviously they're contemplating it on their mind too. You know, like that's how powerful what we have in front of it in front of us is. So just very interesting to see and um it's very important to take that step forward on these platforms. And I guess it's everybody's going to come into it with their time because I think it's also a matter of comfort. Because I'll tell you right now that my podcast, Strange Lunch, started in like 2013. I did two episodes and I just did some other stuff. You know, I've, I've done many, many podcasts. I had BCJB, uh, Variety Hour, of um, Super Awesome Fun Time. That, that was the name of one of my podcasts. I had uh, The Drunk Monks with my cousin. Shout out to JT. I had uh, I had another one, but like my point is, is that oh I had the twenty the twenty six links which was like an interview show where I brought in some friends and and I you know we just chopped it up and it was all practice because I one thing I did know and I didn't want to get into is that I was I knew that I was young I knew that the internet was happening and I didn't want to make the mistakes that a lot of people are making young on the internet right now. Growing up on the internet's not easy, man. Um, that's why I had to take a step back and just started making, just giving you some background on how I started my podcast, where it's, I had to take a step back from the production and just started doing voice memos and interviewing and talking to people without the camera for a while, because you want to practice your speech. You want to know what directions you like, how to, in real time, hold back from the rawness that you might be putting out. You know, growing up on the internet is not easy. So a lot of these kids are just going off of instincts and it got us like, it's hooked onto some people's nervous system more than others. You know, meditation is so, yoga and meditation is booming in real life because of how the internet asks of us to be quick respond, you know, nervous system, just lightning speed reaction time. You know, we feel like everything is happening real time. Um, the internet wasn't always like that. It used to be forums where people would have conversations over three, four, five days, you know, and people would get to their messages when they got to their messages. Um, and it gave a lot more time for thoughtfulness. That's why whenever I'm interacting with people on the internet, I do not expect a quick response. I just leave it there and I just pretend like I just sent an email. They'll get back to me in three, in, in two to three days. And hopefully they get back to me with like a thoughtful thing. You know, read it, take it in, don't answer, and then answer in two to three days. You know, let your mind work on, on, on the idea. Not everything needs to be so lightning fast, you know? You Like, it really is good to think... Like, there's this quote by Einstein. He goes, I'm not smarter than anybody else. I just stayed with a question longer than anybody else for it to blossom and really reveal itself. And that's why I think Stay Committed, the hashtag that I created for Thursdays, was so brilliant. It wasn't even created by me. Like, again, it was created by one of the... One of the um, viewers of my internet stuff 
she she asked how do i stay more committed and i'm just like let's go let's uh let's inquiry let's crowdsource some answers let's go find some articles and see what some of the best people have to say about staying committed you know and just one month of doing that i find myself more anchored in the things that i want to do such as in the gym you know um and now with more confidence ready to really expand on my platform so you know it's good to pause sometimes think about it um my journal this book right here this is what i've been on for the last week i'm almost done with the book and it's amazing so i'm ziggler on selling zig ziggler the ultimate handbook for the complete sales professional i would uh i would pick this book up you know this is going to be just a soft little recommendation but it's a it's a really good book that teaches you a little bit of the mathematics side on what to learn as a salesperson what is what your mentality should be around. I'm not looking to be into sales just yet. I'm all marketing, which is a whole other aspect. There's a dif there's two differences between marketing and sales. Marketing is more the story you're telling and setting up the environment that the sales can then come and convert, you know? So I would say the marketing lays lays the environment and sets sets the way it looks, the way it feels, you know, the the impression that people get on a subconscious level level is more like the artist side of things and the salesperson is more like the sport, the person that comes into the world of marketing and tries to convert the the community or whatever marketing the little the container that marketing creates anybody who's in this world they look to the salesperson looks to offer up a product that is attached to the world, something tangible that people can um, then participate with. So that's something to think about, you know, that's that's the world we're living in. And it's not bad, you know, like I really, really like this notebook, this notebook. I marketed this to myself and it appeared in uh, Barnes and Nobles. They did no marketing for this at all, but they did create the world. We got we got a highway, we got some sharks, you know, and uh, I had a brand that I'm working on. I don't want to say exactly it, but we got some flying sharks here and we got the cars and that's the name of my brand in a way that one of the things that I've I've been working on. So like... I kind of set myself up to really, really like this notebook. And that's what made me purchase it. Otherwise, it wouldn't have stuck out in the background. I didn't actually purchase it. But somebody very close to me, thank you, Key, um, purchased it because she saw the world that I was creating. You know? Um, but yeah, magic. I just wanted why I'm saying magic. Look, I got this cool little alchemist shirt that I've had. For years and I don't throw it away no matter how dingy it gets and how I have coffee stains on there and stuff because um the painting on the shirt and I paid way too much money for it 
but it doesn't really necessarily fit normally for outside use. I could probably layer something on it, but it's one of my favorite shirts. So it's it does it's not a perfect shirt, but it's like one of those things that really speak to me. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to drop a, a song very soon in June, Salt and Pepper Flags. Look out for that. Um, I'm looking to start my website already, so look out for that. I'm done with the using of the Tumblr. I'm going to make something more official and put some money into it because that's what the universe hears, you know? If you got some money behind something like true value true skin in the game that's part of the game you know you got to take i wouldn't say risks but you got to put you got to put investment into things eventually like i i took my time i didn't want to put too much money into what i'm doing yet because the money was not the important part to me the creativity was the important part and um now we're getting there let me see Thanks a lot for listening to my podcast. Let's see if I just play this one out. Uh, come on. Come on. Come on. This has been Strange Lunch.